I'm Christina Jurekides, co-CEO of Singularity U Australia and committed to making the seemingly impossible possible. Singularity U Australia stands at the intersection of the values of humanity with the value of technology. Inspired for Impact, the podcast is a place where we have conversations with inspirational entrepreneurs, community leaders and representatives of organisations who are boldly creating a future by design. The good, the bad, the warts and the inspiration. We are leading the way to be the change we want to see in the world. Conversations that bring to light the magic that is happening on a daily basis all over the globe. It's our absolute pleasure to have as our guest today on Inspired for Impact, Jude Ella. Jude, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. And Jude is founder, producer of the Atlas of Consciousness. It's a multimedia organization for the new age. Jude, before we get into your five points of inspiration, um, inspiration for impact, how did you come about um, this development in your life? Well, I've been a filmmaker for uh, 13 years and I basically got to this point where I felt like I had achieved my first dream of working with um, my favorite artists making incredible music videos and I went through a spiritual awakening that happened um, through a psychosis actually and on the other side as I healed I started to get all these insights in the form of podcast books and and videos to share Uh, a new world, just a completely new way of doing things. So I actually found that that energy um, transformed. The psychosis became the biggest creativity I've ever lived, really. So it's come come out of transforming psychosis, actually. So let's, I know some of those words that you used are the five points that we're going to cover uh, in the podcast. So let's start with your story. So who is Jude Ella? Who is Jude Ella? Um, so as I was saying, I am and have been a filmmaker for uh, most of my adult life. And I've had the opportunity to work with um, incredible um, artists and big companies uh, over many years and was prompted through, <laughs> through this awakening experience uh, into creating my own company, my own company that was going to share ideas on a much deeper level. My background is half Filipino and I'm half Caucasian. And I went to the Philippines and I saw that so much of my family lived um, in poverty and the country as well. And I just wanted to contribute something so much deeper. So the Atlas of Consciousness is this contribution to show us a completely new way of doing things. It basically highlights in story form, videos and podcasts, just the world's most amazing new world leaders. So these are people that are bringing consciousness to the ground. Um, me personally, um, I've, I'm also a passionate artist in general. So there's a music element to my life. I'm a songwriter, um, as well as being the founder and running running this business and um, yeah, having (laughs) transformed my life completely. I mean, the reason the psychosis happened is because I was brought up in a quite a violent way and 
my life's journey has been about harmony and the hard work of choosing harmony internally when that wasn't the case at all for my life. And that's been my lesson. It's been really about home. It's really about cultivating that home within. And I've watched as I've done that, everything's changed. Now I live on this incredible, stunning farm. I'm surrounded by an ecosystem of incredible people. Um, And one of the elements of that is actually I transition gender, which is probably a big major component I have to mention. I, I, I transitioned from female to male this year, but um, that was another element of transformation that was my heart sort of calling uh, to be to be a guy for so many years and, and going through the hard work of of transforming that even when you know you're not you're not faced with the support. So you have to find it internally and from the closest friends around you. Yeah. I think your whole story is one of immense courage and bravery, um, not just the, the gender transitioning, but even as you, as you say, going out into the business world with the message of from violence to peace, that takes a lot of courage. Violence to peace is something um, that I am very much aligned with and very much um, in support of what you do with. Uh, and I know that that takes a whole lot of bravery and courage. So give us a little bit of a, a background on that violence to peace. I know that you've said it, it, tra- it comes from your life experience, but how has it turned into a business venture for you? Yes. Uh, well, the violent component. So um without going into too much detail, there was violence in my upbringing and that's been my challenge. And I was raised, I think, on a very violent belief system too. And so the psychosis manifest as sort of a storm (laughs) of the worst case scenario in a way. Really my worst fears coming up and it was Uh, a manifestation, I believe, of the unsafety I felt from having a lifetime of sort of unsafety. The hard work um, has been healing that and has been um, changing and transforming that within. And how did that create a business? I felt like the business is kind of what's healed me and cured me because what started happening on the other side of the psychosis was um, I felt felt completely drawn to, to going to Toastmasters And every week I'd have to write a speech. And I found that each of these speeches were about my emotions and they pushed me to see my emotions totally differently. Um, And that those speeches became a book. The, I was, I was taught to, to see fear as a landscape and to be curious about it and not be consumed by it. I was taught that love is an ecosystem. And as you focus in on each moment of love, it only grows. And I was taught that in every emotion, there is a greater purpose Um, And that became the first book to contribute to the Atlas. And it just, the business actually came to me, like it came in a dream. Um, I had moved to the Blue Mountains to heal basically. And I had this dream come to me that said, um, I saw this multidimensional book and my friend and collaborator handed it to me and said, this is what you're creating. It's called the Atlas of Consciousness. (laughs) Yeah. And I looked it up, the URL, and it was available. So I bought it on the spot and it, it's just had to come to me in a way. I, I was having insights on the other side of letting go of these fears. And um, I had my first client come to me that wanted to make a video um, with her. And that began um, the, the video component of the business where that was really um, because I was stepping out into, uh, I guess, coaching the coaching space and getting um, working on coaching. And I was going to events and things like that. 
people already knew me as a video maker and they wanted to share their story. Um, and yeah, so over many years that became the, that became sort of the foundational element and organically, I just kept having, as I was growing these ideas for podcasts. So then the Atlas Emotion Series podcast started and I found that was my coaching because every month I'd receive a new podcast idea and it would teach me how to live. Um, for example, there was one called Prosperity. So every lesson I learned on how to feel prosperity in myself was then communicated in the podcast. So the company became a driving force for me. To It was, it was coaching me. It was pulling me forward. Every time I met a new um, leader to work with on their videos, they had a lesson to teach me. It wasn't just me making videos with them. We, we did a video with a boy who had Down syndrome, and I, I believe he was there to teach me joy. Um, we did a video with a man who is one of, is pretty, he is the most profound person I've ever met in my life. And he, um, he was um, dying from um, motor neurons disease. And he showed me how to face death. Like I've never, I've never seen anyone go through that because he was shining and he chose to shine, even though he was in his last few years of his life. So so the company's kind of organically moved forward as I've grown personally, giving me new ideas, bringing me new people. And as I have been sharing the videos, they've gone viral. And that's just led to more people connecting with me. Um, and that's how it's grown out of my own transformation of, um, yeah, the heavy stuff. It's very much like the universe gives you what you're ready for uh, and presents to you all the things that you call in. So you mentioned earlier that you were taught a few things, taught, taught a whole lot of things, and we're, we're taught lessons our whole entire life. Was that from one particular sage mentor or is that, as you say, from all those people that you met or a combination of both? So when I, I was coming out of the psychosis, the first thing that came to me was was actually headspace to begin meditating. And, it, oh, my God, I haven't missed a day since then and my whole life has changed because of meditation um, and the power of now was by Eckhart Tolle was the first book that came in and absolutely just made complete sense of, of the, of the insanity I was living. And um, I talk about that time in the blue mountains where I was healing. I just had this bookshelf of every amazing spiritual author I'd come across. So that was Eckhart Tolle. There was, I read the Mona, motivation manifesto i came across bentina masaro i i consumed and devoured abraham hicks um and um and actually bashar the channel uh was the first that brought clarity to my experience so there was there were years where i was just just um i had all the tabs you know across the top on otherwise i was just tabbed every abraham hicks video and i just constantly watched them um and then it organically grew because i found that i had learned those fundamentals also neil donald walsh conversations with god um i learned those fundamentals and i felt a very organic shift to that started to translate into my life where I started to meet coaches who weren't just, they weren't teaching the fundamentals. They were teaching um, how to live, you know, how to live from that mindset um, and how you transform your everyday life and whatever's happening in your everyday, everyday life. So I met um, my coach at the time, Giselle, and, um, and then I met, the next coach and his name was Jason Snyder and he worked with abundance activation. So it was very much what's on the ground uh, after you've integrated that knowledge. Um, and since then, I, it's been a combination of, as I sort of grew through the coaching, I started to coach myself. That was through 
profound levels of meditation and the podcast became my coach, you know, that the insights had come to me. And I, I think I held myself accountable to creating them because I was learning myself. I was just, um, there was one called living by the clock and it taught, um, uh, nature's time. So it taught me about this greater rhythm. Um, so, so, so really that's how it's moved, you know, from, um, from the traditional teachers through coaches and into teaching myself through my media. As the saying says, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Um, you made mention uh, when we had a, a talk before this recording of receiving your new home. Can you expand on what that means for you? Yes. Uh, well, home has been my uh, life's work, basically. And you receive your external uh, home of your dreams when you're inside already in that place, which is the hard, hard work when you haven't been born into that. Um, what you learn is deep, deep lessons of belonging, how to cultivate belonging and safety in yourself when it doesn't exist outside. And you do that. And I did that by going into nature and meditating and 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 feeling all the feelings of unsafety and, and negativity inside of me and and visualizing a new place and visualizing a new home and, and healing and letting go of things that said that I didn't belong in this place and I, I, I don't deserve a good home. Um, I think that the lessons of home are constant and they're ongoing, but the basic for me was belonging. When I learned belongingness in myself, I received a home that was my vision, even though I had come from a violent place, like I held enough in myself, this feeling of inspiration and belonging and, um, and safety that that home manifested but there was a hard period where I had to, I didn't have a home for a period and I had to trust that that new inspired place inside me um, was real and every time I manifest a new home like now I live in um, this incredible big space I think because I've worked so hard on cultivating that inner belonging and that inner safety um, things don't need to take as long there doesn't have to be as much of a a war zone um, kind of feeling where you're trying to reach for financial safety or you're trying to reach for a safe home. It It's like you've cultivated so much of that vibration inside of you and you're so solid in that, that the house, um, yeah, the house arrives, this house arrived so much quicker. It was crazy. It was like a week from when I said, this is the one I want because it just looked like incredible, this farm and it's actually cheaper to live here than live in Sydney. And um and then, yeah, within a week, um, we had gone through the entire process. It just went so quickly. Um, and I worked actually with my abundance activator, Jason, to, to clear things and, and to receive it. And so, so that's the process behind the receiving. Um, and, and my personal lessons are specifically around safety and, and belongingness in yourself um, to, to receive that. It's amazing um, and yet quite naturally funny we would let ourselves follow that path. It doesn't really have to be difficult, does it? Can you, um, so you've mentioned psychosis a few times. Can you give our listeners an idea of what that feels like um, and the, the journey through that? My God, it's, it's absolutely terrifying um, and I wouldn't wish it on anyone actually. So psychosis is a, is a mental illness where you have uh, you have this almost mania that occurs for a brief period of time 
two weeks to a month, like just very brief, but very heightened. Um, and in my experience, sort of my worst fears um, being religious um, came forward and I had these like constant feelings in my body of being punished and being tortured and even playing that out in, in a way and then having to like run to safety basically like I'd run to the church and try and get answers and it was this back and forth of feeling deeply unsafe and afraid to um to having to try and you know look to things outside of me for safety um but in my understanding from where I sit now looking back um and I think it's even you know something to give back to the medical medical community is it's really just a really condensed lot of fear and man manic energy that hasn't been grounded. Um, and because we didn't have the education to, to even use those words, to, to even let go of the fears. It's like, that's the reason why I believe it. It, it, it happens because, um, because we don't know how to hold on to our personal sense of truth and inner safety. Um, yeah, it, um, it comes out where you, you're constantly chasing for truth somewhere else, as opposed to, well, what do I believe? And what's aligned to me it's like well where is it somewhere else and what if i get punished yeah and then you feel those sensations in you and it's just a terrible feeling i can't i can't even begin to imagine what you went through i remember reading the meme i am enough a thousand times and going if i see this meme one more time if i see another person say i am enough uh you know i'm going to scream i'm sick of the meme whatever and then i read it one day and it actually hit me what the meme meant and it took on a completely different um, feeling. And I went, oh, my God, I think I am enough. You know, I, I don't need to go outward, don't need to look anywhere else. If I feel secure within myself, doesn't mean I don't have moments of insecurity now because I do. Um, but was it like, was it, did you have a similar feeling at any point in your life where it just all landed and you went, you know, oh, my God, that I get it. I absolutely get it what's happening I get the universe I get well, I get the universe you're not getting the universe uh, but was there a moment like that for you man if I had cracked the code <laughs> and then and there was one um I think I would have all the dreams I have ever dreamed of but I think it's been more of a process that actually my actual spiritual awakening um happened um through taking actually the the drug MDMA and that night was this almost like this Einstein experience where I was with my friends and we were just receiving all these profound insights that seemed way beyond anything that our, you know, 3D world had given to that day. Um, and I think that was probably one of, that was a moment that triggered the rest of it where I felt like, oh my God, like for some reason I have like all this knowledge that's like God level wisdom. But I would say um, every day feels like that now. Now that it's a, da a daily experience, it's like it's not that there's one moment where I suddenly realize everything. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, but that there is a constant ongoing learning where, you know, it'll land, a day's learning will land for me at the end of the day or something, you know, a three-week cycle of things that are playing out that don't make any sense will will um, arrive for me one morning, I'll wake up and then I'll be like, oh, okay, I really understand why that's happening. And I do morning pages. So I think that's been really, that's remains insightful where, you know, they, it just comes through what the lesson is, you know, to help me, to help me move forward.
Um, so yeah, and and obviously meditation supports that. So I would say not one specific thing, but but definitely a lot of learnings leading up to big moments of like, aha, I got you. But they could happen anywhere, really. Could you just explain um, for listeners what Morning Pages is? Yeah, Morning Pages is great. It's part of the artist way and it's just three pages. As soon as you wake up, three pages you write, stream of consciousness, everything, anything. Um, as as the author um, talks about it, she says it can sometimes sound a, a little whiny and I say it generally does but like but the cool thing is is you let it's about letting the tap flow so you let go of all that heavy stuff and actually always underneath that is this like this experience of feeling connected and you know that connection to your your deeper self that says well this is what you're here to learn or this is how you can grow and um yeah it always surprises me because because you just think you're complaining about all this stuff but actually on the the deepest level there's there's just a new thing coming forward. There's more of you coming forward that wants you to step into it, really. So final question, Jude, for this podcast. Um, New World Mecca, how does that align with Atlas of Consciousness, the terminology, where did it come from? Can you expand on that for our listeners? Yeah, in in the spirit of my life, I woke up from a dream and I had this phrase that I have to create this create the Atlas of Consciousness as a new world Mecca. Uh, So what that means is already to this day, the Atlas has been going for four years. We've made tons of podcasts, tons of videos, sharing these new world ideas, sharing how to ground consciousness and build a new planet from that place. And the idea of a new world Mecca is really, um, really creating this hub where the Atlas uh, just has lots and lots of media for people to rise out of the hardest things like poverty Um, even transforming climate change Uh, the atlas is really here for the next um, the next stage to things like mind valley or things like gaia where it's really about well we're awake and we're aware now but how do we build a new place Uh, and how how do we do it together and that's what the new world mecca idea is and the atlas is a new world mecca it's it's that we've already begun cultivating and, and showcasing the ecosystem of how connected we have we are now as a family and and it's only about expanding that so it's just attracting more and more people uh, that are ready to connect with the ecosystem and the family that already exists and lives on um, on the atlas and in their facebook page jude thank you so much for sharing um your experiences your adventures um how you've actually come to this point in your life I'd love to invite you back to do a whole podcast on the transition, on the gender transition, uh, if that's okay for you, because I know that there's so many things that happen along that journey that I, I would love to share with our listeners. So we'd love to have you back to do that. At a yeah, late- I, w- I would love that so much. Thank you. Um, thank you again for joining us. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, Inspired for Impact is the podcast. We look forward to your company for our next episode. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you.